Yesterday's JOLTS data in the U.S. printed the dream data set for the Federal Reserve. Demand for new jobs called in the U.S. quits fell, but hirings remain moderately positive to keep things nice and sweet. Bond yields fell, equities rallied. But the week is not over just yet. We have more of these critical economic data coming this week. So welcome. This is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So yesterday, it was a typical bad news is good news type of a day in the markets. Resentment in the US and across the globe was boosted by an unexpected dip in the US job openings to below 9 million jobs in July. So this is the lowest levels that we saw since more than two years. And also an unexpected fall in the US consumer confidence in the month of August. So the weak economic data pushed the Federal Reserve hawks kind of to sidelines yesterday and bolstered the expectation of a pause in the FOMC September meeting and tilted the probabilities in favor of a no rate hike in the November meeting as well. Because note that the latest JOLS data printed the ideal picture for the Federal Reserve. Job vacancies eased but hiring was moderate and the layoff rates remain near historically low levels in the US. So that means that the weakness that we saw in the economic data yesterday came from lower jobs offered to people and not because people lost their jobs. So that's kind of good news. The data yesterday also suggested that the era of great resignation, where quit rates hit a record, a record high level, could be over already as people quitting their jobs actually retreated to levels last seen before the COVID pandemic. So there you go. Yesterday's Joel's data in the U.S. could hardly be better, really. So the U.S. two-year yield died 15 basis points yesterday. The U.S. 10-year yield fell 8 basis points, while the S&P 500 jumped nearly 1.5% to above its 50-day moving average and closed the session at a spitting distance from the 4,500 psychological level. 90% of the S&P stocks gained at yesterday's trading session. And even the big pharma, which had a first glance at which medicines will be subject to the price negotiations with the government's Medicare program, actually managed to hold their ground yesterday. But of course, the technology stocks led the rally yesterday with Nasdaq 100 closing yesterday's trading session with more than a 2% jump. Tesla was actually one of the biggest gainers of yesterday's trading session. But, but, but the news at NIO, which is the Chinese EV maker wasn't great actually because NIO announced that it lost 835 million US dollars in the second quarter of this year. So that was more than twice what it lost a year ago. Why? Because deliveries were down partly due to China's economic slowdown and partly due to idiosyncratic reasons. But this could also be a problem for Tesla's business in China. That's slowing China because Tesla reported record car sales in China in the second quarter of this year. Year, actually sold more than 155,000 vehicles in China, but its China sales slumped more than 30% in July, according to the latest news. So this was partly because well, the Chinese manufacturers gained market share, especially Warren Buffett-backed BYD is doing great with around 260,000 vehicles sold last quarter in China because they are simply more affordable. So it goes hand in hand with the slowing China. So it is possible that these dynamics actually leads Tesla to proceed with more 
price cuts for its vehicles in China to defend its market share and profitability worries could resurge again they could resurface again and that could worry investors and I will put a little, little parenthesis here now that we are talking about China so there are further stimulus uh, news and deposit and mortgage rate cut news on the wire for the Chinese investors to keep investor sentiment in China nice and sweet even though even though not that impact of all these stimulus and rate cut news on Chinese equities remains fairly fairly low limited still anyway coming back to tesla well price wise not that tesla actually managed to hold ground after a short dip below its critical 38.2 percent fibonacci retracement level two weeks ago so that level stands out 223 dollar per share and trend and momentum indicators today turned positive since then and if the 50 day moving average resistance cleared to the upside well the way will actually be open for for another attempt on the $280 per share level. And if the global risk sentiment further improves with the weak data in the coming days and weeks, well, we could actually see that rally materialize, even though, yes, it is a 100% paradox that weak economic data does bolster Tesla share price as weak jobs data and weak earnings actually mean that people's affordability or their purchasing power for buying Tesla cars simply fall. Yes, but you now know that that's not how the market price mechanism works. So fingers crossed for some weak but not too weak data from the US. So today all eyes are on the US ADP report and the latest GDP update from the US. So the ADP report is expected to reveal below 200,000 new private job additions in August in the US while the US growth is expected to be revised from 2 to 2.4 percent for the second quarter with the core PCE prices down from 4.90 to 3.80% if all goes well. So if the data is in line with expectations or better than expected, well, we shall actually see yesterday's optimism in the US continue throughout today. Because again, note that what we want to see is in order of importance, one, slowing price pressures, two, loser but still healthy jobs market and three slowing but not contracting economy to ensure a soft landing scenario for the federal reserve so we will see if that's feasible in europe however that slow landing or soft landing scenario seems harder to achieve because today we will keep an eye on the latest inflation updates from the uh, euro area countries like spain and germany and also the latest business and sentiment surveys in the euro area but we actually do expect to see some further weakness some further red flags regarding the health of the european economy and that's obviously due to the tighter financial conditions in europe due to the ecb actions and the energy crisis that we actually don't talk every day here but that clearly continues taking a toll on the europe's most energy hungry nations big time and in this context note that the german chamber of commerce and industry warned yesterday that well german businesses are actually cutting their investment investments in Germany and they are prone to move their production abroad and that's due to higher energy prices at home. So the euro dollar flirted with the 109 level yesterday not because the euro gained value but mostly because investors just trimmed their long US dollar position 
news following the weak Joel's data released yesterday. The Aussie dollar rebounded as well, even though the latest CPI print in Australia showed that inflation in Australia actually slowed below the 5% psychological mark in July. So this is the 17-month low inflation in Australia. In the UK, well, show prices fell to a 10-month low as well, and an indication or additional sign that inflation around the world is actually easing these days. But it won't be enough for central bankers around the world to cry victory just yet because the positive pressure that we see in energy prices these days will actually remains a major, major concern for the months ahead for the inflation figures because the barrel of American crude is now pushing toward the $82 per barrel level this morning with improved trend and momentum dynamics hinting that this bullish development could further extend. So this is all for today. I'm Ipek Özkardeşkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading